Episode number two of Aperture Priority Beyond the Kit Lens. Welcome to the Aperture Priority Podcast, an Avila Studios production where it's all about photography and fun. Now open up that aperture and let some creative light in. Priority episode number two. I'm here today with my good friend Dave. Hey, Tony, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, doing good. Enjoying your coffee? Enjoying my coffee. Being a little basic today? A little basic, a little basic. (laughs) Uh, What's going on? Do you have any cool new projects you're working on? Um, I've been doing headshots lately, actually. I've um, I've been working on those. I've never been really good about the focus side of it, so I've been uh, just calling girls over when I can. And just have them sit in a chair and get a beauty light and just go to town for about half an hour, 45 minutes, and then they go home slightly satisfied. That That's that's the way to do it. It's, it's Study how light falls on them. That's, that's, that's the plan. That's I, the plan. Uh, lighting has always been a, uh, a bad subject for me. I always just fumble around. I, I'm getting tired of not being able to just go in with just the settings that I need. Yeah, it took me a while to, to dial it in and be truthfully... I had a friend, his name was Anthony, he was a photographer in Visalia, and we had a deal. I said, you know, he said, hey, Tony, you know Photoshop? I have these girls that work for me. They need to edit when I'm out shooting, and I'll tell you what, I'll teach you studio lighting. And to be honest, he broke it down basically like, you know, you could go to these workshops, and he said, look, this is what you do, A, B, C, easy, and Mm -hmm. Well, it was, you know, once you get it, and from there, I, t- I took on the rest. So it, it took me a while, but the funny thing is, I had three different studio spaces in downtown Visalia. Mm-hmm. And you figure, oh, hey, my first studio setup, it's going to work on the second. No. No. No, no. Then you learned, okay, this is what I had to do in the second one. Then you move, and it's like, hey. My third studio, it's bigger. It's going to work easier. No, nope. No, no. Back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board. So, you know, you have these issues you come up with, but the best thing that I always found, you know, back in the day, my, my photography teacher told us they brought a mannequin head and they use it. I liked working with a model. The reason why it helps the interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you talk to a mannequin head. It's it's it's. Then you're crazy. It's yeah. It's like I'm talking to a dummy who's dumber. You know me or the dummy. You know. So I I thought that's. And then if you have a neighbor around you sees you talking to a mannequin head, you know they're they're going they may think you're weirder than what you are. If you want to make it look more normal, you could use a blow up doll. You you could you could. If 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 you're going to make them talk. Go all out. Go all out. Exactly. Yeah, go all out. You know, why, why, why? It's like, yeah, I got a camera blow up tall. What, what of it? You know. Speaking of neighbors, my neighbor, actually, I talked to him a couple of weeks ago and he asked what I did. And uh, I told him my day job. <clears throat> but I said, but as a hobby, I'm a photographer also. And he goes, well, that explains it. And I'm like, well, what's that? He goes, there's always just so many good looking women swinging by your house. And it's insane. I, I mean, for a while there, I was starting to think you're doing something a little illegal that I was kind of jealous of. I was like, no, no, everything we do is legal. I was like, I just take photos of these beautiful women and then they go home to either their boyfriend, husband or their lives. I mean, right. we become friends. Yes, but that's about it. Yeah. So how about you? I mean, what do you got going on? Well, I got that new Godox doll, uh, doll. No, no, uh, yeah, no, no, uh, flash. Uh, oh, wow. Godox would be very happy to know they make oh, dolls yeah, now. They make dolls now. What about the, no, uh, <laughs> I want to test it out. So I'm trying to find someone to test it out with because this year I'm looking to redo my on site gear. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I, I, I load for bear. I may be going to shoot a little jackrabbit, but in case a big bear comes around, you know what I mean? Yeah. I got a ton you of You got gear. everything you might need. So I'm looking to like, well, you know, let's save the rest of your back and neck and try to figure out how can we condense this down? Because, for instance, back in late winter, uh, or this, was, it, was it late? No, early winter, I was up above Three Rivers in the park. Mm-hmm. Couldn't take all the gear I wanted because it was just too dang heavy, you know, and... Uh, 
And, you know, you got to watch, you know, you're walking on rocks and kind of slippery. So you don't want to fall because you figure, well, it's not so much me getting hurt. It's, it's what's the in the bags. Right. You know? So I, I'm looking to get that. So I'm looking for someone to work with that. I could streamline. That's the word I want. Streamline my equipment to go on site. And also because my second part of what I do I shoot for professionals. Sometimes they'll say, hey, can you come into my office? We, we need to shoot the new staff of insurance agents. Yeah. Here it is. I go in and I'm loading up this and, you know, they're looking at the time, you know, because time, time is, is money, money for them. Yep. So I want something small, portable, put up two lights, boom, boom. I photograph them all. I got to do a group shot, and I got to get out because that's that's how it is as a commercial photographer. Because sometimes you have to, hey, you know, they're in like, and out, in and out, and it's like, come on, you know, you know, and and they're not trying to be rude, but let's face it, time is money. Time time is money for them. So so that's kind of my thing. I really want to push this uh, again. I want to have a small, compact gear. Totally understandable. And something like with a real estate agent says, you know, your your example, Uh, if you trip to something like that, you don't want to, you know, rig something yourself because you want to look professional without, and you don't want to show up with like a light with duct tape and and a teddy bear holding something up and you're like, oh no, this works perfectly. I mean, sometimes um, if you have your home studio, a model might look at it weird, but they kind of have to deal with it. And once they see your work, they'll be like, okay, it works. But you cannot do that when you go to a client like a real estate agent or, or a lawyer or whoever, right. somebody professional. You have to look as professional as possible, just like you wouldn't go wearing a Van Halen T-shirt and a pair of flip-flops. Right. Um, it's about you know being a photographer. You have to look kind of the part. Exactly. It's kind of like, hey, you're a wedding photographer. Again, you show up in flip-flops, Van Halen shirt. You know, People are going to look like I paid how much for them to do what you know right they'll be thinking it's like you know and 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 this happened late last summer you know i i I did a a, i don't do weddings but Mm -hmm. but my friend asked me so i asked my friends to help me to say hey hey you guys want to do this and it's like hey you didn't tell us you were going to dress up it's like dude i'm just wearing slacks and a shirt yeah hello wedding you know you know it's like come on guys i didn't have to tell you we're trying this out but it's like come on you know you have to you have to look the part. You're going to church for God's sakes. Wear yes. some slacks. Wear some slacks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even just the wedding side of it. Wear some slacks Wear when you go to church. There's something, you know. So you, that's very true. That that is part of the stigma. You have to look the part because yeah. at the end of the day, here's the other thing. These people are dealing with their clients, and somebody happens to walk in and they see some guy, you know, with a bunch of crazy yep. equipment, wearing flip flops and everything. They're like, uh, "That looks like Ron Jeremy, possibly." Yeah, yeah you don't want like, that. It's like, do I want to bring my business here? Mm-mm. You know, so so you got to watch out for that. But yeah, so that's my my new goal is I want to try out. It's called a Godox AD two hundred. And if it works out, then I'm going to buy a second one, and that will be my on-site lighting gear for hopefully the rest of this year, and we'll see what happens there. But other than that, I'd like to start on today's subject. I thought, you know, beyond the uh, kit lens you get, you know, many people buy a basic camera. Mm-hmm. They buy a kit lens. They'll go they, to Costco and get a nice little get kit the, going little on. Going on, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, what's next?" And I, I remember back in the day, you know, and and you'll hear other people say, "Just get a fifty. It's also called the Nifty 50. What's nice about getting a fifty, at least, or even you you buy your kit lens, put that little zoom away for a while, uh, get that fifty out. Learn what all those aperture settings are. You right. Know, what's 1.8? What happens if I shoot 1.8 or if you got 1.4 or whatever the case? Go all the way to F-16 and do all that. Which is a very fantastic airplane, I might add. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's being replaced by F-what? Uh, uh, 35, I believe. Yeah. So you, know, you, you can test 
get close to a subject, get further, you know, just test it, especially with digital. You don't have to worry about it. If it's no good, just delete. And you just look at it right there on camera. You don't have to go, you know, process the film and then, you know, grab a beer and just cry yourself to sleep that night because you totally screwed up a full roll of film for no apparent reason whatsoever. So, yeah. Well, the the benefit also of what you're talking about, um, there are many sites, I believe, um, what is it, BFG or BMG? What's that uh, online photography? It comes in a big, big, uh, it's a big photography site. Oh, B&H? B&H, thank yes. you. Uh, I believe you can rent from them as well. Yeah, and, and actually, there's it's a good thing you brought that up because I almost forgot. There's a, also a, a place called Lens Rentals, mm-hmm. and I believe Borrow Lenses. I, I believe our mutual friend Brandon is actually rented from them. Right. And so this way... You know, you could test before you 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 because some of these lenses. Uh, I mean, I remember my first seventy to two hundred. I bought the two point eight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was at the time. I Nikon had a, a rebate. I got it for fourteen hundred and forty dollars. The same new lens today is almost. I think it's twenty eight hundred dollars. So before you go fork out that much money, you want to try it out. Yeah, try it out. It's like you know. You don't buy a car without a test run. Right, right. You know, to try it out. You know, if, if you don't have a local camera store, which unfortunately they're disappearing, rent it. Because you may say, this is way too heavy. I once shot a whole, uh, and, and it wasn't uh, the lady I used to work with, Pam Harrison, her, her daughter was getting married, and she said, hey, Tony, come on over to you. You mind bringing your camera to take some shots? They had another photographer there, but she said, you know, we like, you know. Come play. Yeah, so I did, and I brought one lens, the 70 to 200 2.8, and my bracket flash system, and my camera had the battery grip. And what I could tell you, I got great shots. I really loved it. Mm-hmm. My left bicep the next day was hating me because then I started thinking, well, this is, whoa, yeah, this is way too heavy. So I thought, you know, for for what you did, and you will use a lens like that, but it's like, nah, yeah, not you, enough. You you may want more smaller ones when you're running around because as you're running around, because here's the other thing, wow, that's some lens, and then you're like, well, thank you, and then they say, oh, what is it? Then you would talk to them about it. Yeah, and you walk a little bit. Wow, that's a big lens. Then you know what I mean. Over and over again. Over and over again. They're like, man, that just yeah, it's it's a massive lens like that. Basically, so. it's what they use for sports, right? When you're watching right. like NFL and whatnot, NFL. they're on the sidelines. You get that see that photographer. You know, it's a great shot right before he gets hit by right. the uh, linebacker. Or linebacker. Yeah. So you use those type of lenses. I I I came to the point. I love that lens. But when you have a pinched nerve in the neck, I, I started thinking, hmm, I want, I want something different. So I sold it, and I just started buying primes. It works for me because I don't shoot sports. Right. I don't shoot, uh, you know, the NFL. I, I don't shoot birds, you know. Did when I was young with a BB gun, but that's a different story. But I don't shoot birds, you know. I, I did it with a shotgun. Still you know. missed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... It was overkill for me. And then in the studio I had, yeah, I did win an award at the Tulare County Fair for Best Color Portrait. I can't remember what thing, and I shot it with it. But then when I shot it, my back was, because my second studio wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. My back is against the wall. I'm I'm trying to peek through the thing, try to compose it, and it's like, it's too much lens for me. Yeah, you're becoming the, the wall. I, I, I've right. been there, trust yeah. me. So it's like, yeah. So that's where a Nifty 50 is kind of nice because you can get them fairly cheap for your camera make. I'm going to be honest. That was actually going to be my, my um, I still have my kit lens. I think it is amusing you brought this up today. Uh, that's still what I use, and I get, I think, pretty darn good shots with it. Oh, yeah. Um, and, it, you know, just about anybody will tell you, it's not the the equipment, it's what you can do with the right. equipment. And so far, I'm relatively happy with what I can do. I do need to get um, faster shutter speed and lower f-stops. Mm-hmm. I really need that. Um, so I was actually looking at to getting a Nifty 50, because I do most of my work in studio, and even my outside stuff, It'll either work or I can just use my kit lens for that for now. Because, I mean, you, we go up to Yoko Valley, kit lens does just fine. Right. And um, 
the the nifty 50 as you call it i, I think i'm gonna steal that thank you <laughs> well actually i stole it from from that's what it's been called forever forever um especially with like these headshots i've been doing i've been told it's the 50 or the 80 the 85 the 85 um are the two really good portraiture lens and um with those and i really love i'm like we were talking about last time i am on a black and white kick and i would really like to do some good black and white nudes and i have a feeling that the 50 or the 85 would be fantastic for those Mm -hmm. um especially um it would just be fun to play with something new i'm gonna be honest with you because i'm a i'm a boy yeah i i I need a new toy every once in a while a lot of people i know only shoot zooms where i've gone to just shooting strictly primes well the reason why i shoot zoom to be honest with you is because i move mm-hmm. um i know uh, like i've i still have issues using tripods for god's sakes because i'm used to moving i'm used to being on unsure ground i'm not used to having a studio you've been blessed of having working at over three studios i'm currently using my living room which is coming out fantastic um but this is the first time I've actually had a steady place to really shoot. So I'm used to like rocks and f- almost falling over and right. dropping my camera in the ocean, which I have done. Yeah. Um, I- I'm used to that part of it. So the zooms is is blessed thing because if I'm shooting a model who's you know 15 feet from me and there's a pothole where I'm standing or I happen to be sitting in an anthill, which has also happened, then I'm going to have to move. Mm-hmm. And if I have a zoom lens, at least I will have the right. same you know, I'll be right. I can get the same shot just from further out or further in or closer mm-hmm. in. So to me, that's why I've always been worried about just going for a straight 50 or a straight 85. Right. Um, but like I said, I'm going to be, I'm doing a lot of studio stuff and here in the house. So with something like that, a 1585 would be perfect. And I could actually start working with those and start using um, a tripod and, you know, stuff like that and really get some shots that I've always looked at and gone, wow, that's fantastic. Right. How do you do that? And just be able to go, wow, that's fantastic. I go, exactly how he did it. I'm going to copy him. <laughs> yeah. And the 50, you can get that. And if you complement it with an 85, because that was the next focal range I was going to, you start getting a little bit of compression. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot, but for wedding photographers, they seem to go to their 85. So when you see those nice shots of that blurry background. Right. That's because I I look at it and it, and it was uh, I remember back to my photography teacher he 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 would say I wish I could paint I wish I was a painter I love art but he says you as a photographer what you do with your aperture that's your brushstroke right that's that's how you're going to represent your your artwork and and since I've been shooting. I, I just got a compliment, this one model, local model I'm going to work with. And she goes, I like the separation you get of your backgrounds. And I go, that's because of the lens I use. Mm-hmm. And you can get that. So a 50 is nice. Going up to an 85 is also, I would say. A good call. A good call. The next one I've, I, I loved, and I've had two 105 millimeter lenses mm-hmm. i love both of them okay but but how can i say this i tried a 135 and you figure okay what's what once i tried the 135 i never used my 105 again really yeah because i f- i felt like that filled a void mm-hmm. and then once I started using it, and it's like, well, to, to show you, I have three 135-millimeter lenses. Why three? I don't Why not? know. Why not? And I love them. And so that way, if one goes bad, you have the other one. So uh, so that's what's what's what I like about it a little bit more. You get a little bit more compression. It's a little bit more telephoto. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, though. You mentioned jump run when I was up up in the mountains yeah i'm running i'm going here being careful but boom there's a big boulder behind me i can't move so you have to make it work right it challenges you but that's just a workaround then i also added i do shoot a lot with the tripod but sometimes tripods are a little heavy to take so i started using a monopod and Hey, it works just as good. It's just as light. I could use it as a walking stick. 
Now, if I get attacked by a, a bear, a bear or mountain lion, they ain't going to do nothing. That's I'll be honest with you. You know, <laughs> it's just like, okay. Well, you could take a photo of your own death if you'd like. Well, I, I, the, way be pretty epic. I, the way I look at it, just always have someone with you you can outrun. That's who you have carry the gear. Right. And just, tell them not to get into the fetal position. That way the gear is protected. They must protect the beer at all protect times. The gear. Always yeah. protect the, the gear. Yeah. So, so the 135 is nice. I, I like the 135 a lot. Uh, like I said, I, I would say almost 80% of the time that's the lens I grab anymore. And I, and I don't know why, you know, it's just, is it just, oh, I got it in my head. And it's, it's sad because I, I've gotten rid of all my 105s because you're never going to use them. I'm never going to use them. So, uh, one of my next purchases is going to be an 85 because i think that gives me a little bit of variation where a 105 in the middle i i could maybe you know these two would overlap now so we've gone 50 85 105 135 and also to go back to the 135 when i did my friend's wedding our guy we know pet he had bought a new 135, 1.8 for his Canon, and, and I was surprised when I saw, I was like, you know, when I brought the pictures up in Lightroom, because I, I, I didn't get to see, I saw he put it on the camera. Right. And, I'm, you know, and you see the metadata, you know, he used the Canon 35 millimeter for a lot of the shots, and it came out nice, and I'm looking, and I saw Sigma? I was like, wait a minute. So I text him right away. You got a Sigma lens? I heard they're good. Yeah, he got an art lens. He he told me he loves it. And uh, so, which also brings me to another point. You can look at aftermarket lenses. Yeah. So there are those back in the day, I, I, I'd be a snob and tell you, don't do it. Because I, I worked for a camera store. What lenses did we see come back a lot? Aftermarket lenses. But they've come around and he seemed to love it. And and I saw the results. They they, they look pretty. He, he shot it wide open at one point eight. We were doing uh, fill uh, high speed sync out in the. You know, we got it was a hundred and seven. It's a typical San Joaquin Valley day, summer day. Oh yeah, and it's I like, don't know about those. And it's like, and, and they're my. Fr- he was my friend. He went. We weren't outside that long. But for the life of me, I can't understand people who live in the valley who want to get married in August. Do it in the evening. But no, it's... Don't, it's, don't do it at 2 in the afternoon. That's like the worst time. That's the worst time. But, you know, but time constraints, probably that's the only time they could get to church. It's yep. like, okay, fine. It's just, you know, and here I am, you know, shirt, nice tie, and it's like, it's hot, you know, but... Oh, yeah. But to get back to the lens, the lens worked great. Now, if I were to go above the 135, you'd be looking at either a 180 or 200 prime. Mm-hmm. I do have a 200 uh, old, believe it or not, manual focus Nikon F4. And I shot it a few times, and I remember somebody asking me once, what would you use on that? And I go, 200 F4. He's like, oh, how'd you blur out the background? Again, it's once you learn your gear, you you can get good. You get you what you can, want you out of it. You get what you want out of it. And they were like, "Well, how much you pay for it?" And I go, "I got it out of Japan on eBay for I think ninety bucks." And they're like, "Get out of here!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, you know, it has that look." Again, it's it's you have to. I I would highly recommend anybody who buys gear get it, use it, test it, and and. Don't give up on it. You know, you may say, ah, I don't keep force yourself to like, you could get a look you want. So, well, also, I mean, it, from someone like me, I have a model at my disposal at just about any given time. As long as she's true, as long as she's conscious, I could be like, Hey, that's I will true. feed you if you come over here and let me try this. And 90% of the time she'd be like, all right, I'm down. Right. And when, when you have somebody like that, I mean, again, I like working with a, <clears throat> human being because I, I think it's preferable yeah everybody in social media you you're, you kind of have like this wall like you're not talking to a human being but 
well, I, I think it's important to photography. Now, you need to communicate, you know. I tell that to um, new models because I work with a lot of new models. It's kind of my thing. Like, you know, it's not like you see in the movies as much. You don't have a, a French guy or an Italian going, all right, darling, I need to see, give me, give me sexy, give me sexy. You're never going to see that in real life. You're gonna, what you're going to see in real life is music being played and a photographer speaking to a model like a freaking human being mm-hmm. and the model responding. Right. Photography, model photography, I should say, is largely collaborative. Right. I don't care what anybody tells you. Yeah, it's the photographer's idea. Like, I, you may go in and say, okay, I'm going to shoot so-and-so in a giant rubber band or something. And you got this idea in your mind. But you're not going to be able to get this down without discussing it with the model and see what she can and cannot do. Right. A good model knows what she can do. Um, I've found that out. You can tell a model what you would like to try. And more than likely, they will give you something better than what you envisioned. Right. And so um, anybody who tells you that photography is a lone thing, only if you're doing architecture or nature but right. if it's model photography or even family you need to talk to them because if you, you don't talk to your, if you don't yeah. you're going to get the worst shots possible yeah because that's a good point because I, I know somebody and he never did a wedding and he, he told me he goes yeah i'm, I'm gonna i told him uh, i'm gonna charge him twenty two hundred dollars and i looked at him and i go have you ever shot a wedding no and i go do you have a flash no I go, good luck. And he goes, what do you mean? It's like, you have to, wedding for time? you got a group of people you have to communicate with. I did it without a flash once. The only wedding I've ever shot was without a flash. Without a flash? Um, I was in Boston, Massachusetts, right outside. They flew me out there. Oh, wow. It was an old friend of mine, actually the first woman who ever modeled for me, and which is the only reason why I was able to do it. And she said, hey, David, you're going to shoot my wedding. There was no question. It's just, you are shooting my wedding. I will fly you out. You're, you're shooting him. I couldn't argue. So we're outside in this small town outside of Boston. I don't remember what it's called. It's like Chichi something. I don't know. And I'm in, I'm in the church. I'm in a pair of slacks that I did not bring because I left them at the house here in, in California. So I had to go to Walmart and buy a pair of Dickies to wear to... <laughs> And, um, which did not look professional in any way, shape or form. And, and first my memory card filled up quickly. Couldn't find my other one. Luckily the videographer had one. Then it was sunshine, 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 day of the wedding, rain. Day after the wedding, sunshine, sunshine, sunshine. So I had to shoot the wedding party in a park under an awning while it was downpouring. Luckily I had someone to help me out. She had an umbrella over me. I was good to go. But I didn't have a flash. So as the bride is walking down the aisle, which is a shot that she wants, guess what didn't want to work? The lighting. The camera, it, it couldn't, there was nothing for it to, to pick up on. Right. And I thought I would be fine because the day before I had taken some shots in there and they came out fine. Why? Because the sun was out and coming right. through all the windows, giving me beautiful lighting. Right. But unfortunately, Boston weather didn't want to play with me. Right. So I know for a fact I was... um. The videographer, he was able to get that shot for me, which, thank God for he was there. Uh, I was sitting behind the a statue of Mary. I'll never forget this because I was looking at Mary's little butt up there, and I was praying, don't let me mess this up, and if I do, let me do it right. Let, let, me, fail on, let me fail upwards. Um, and I got some really good shots because I was behind the, the, the preacher, and I was able to get them exchanging the rings and the kiss. I was able to get that. But I know for a fact, God was up there. He was chilling, reading a newspaper, and an angel said, dude, there's a cane in a church praying, <laughs> and he's sober. <laughs> and I know heaven stopped a little bit up there going, what is going on down there? We need to pay more attention. Kim Kardashian, who? No. Th- that day, it was all on me in that church. And the bride was very happy with the photos. I, To this day, I can't look at them. Because of the stress, right? Everything that went wrong that went associated with it, it just gets me all knotted up. And they were workable, thank God. I shot, I want to say about 800 shots that day. But after that, I will, I've washed my hands of weddings, I'll never do them again. They're, they're stressful, they really are, are stressful. Because if you're shooting, it's you were doing a model shoot, card goes bad, okay? Reschedule, reschedule. You you can't call a bride, like, hey, um. can you get married again next week? Right. And the same rule applies to quinceaneras. I won't do those either. 
You can't tell a mother, hey, can you throw your daughter another party next week because my camera took a dump. Right. You can't do that. Right. So, you have to be prepared. Right. You have to so, be prepared, yeah. So Excuse- there's a few events I will never do, a quinceanera, a wedding, um, and any other like one-time thing. So like a Jewish bar mitzvah or you know stuff like that. And, and I'm going to be honest with you people, if you have something like that, everyone has a cell phone. There's apps where you can actually just have everyone download the, the images they take. They'll probably be a lot more memorable and a lot funnier than if you have a professional come out for those. Yeah, because I, I just stay away from those. It's I've only soloed one wedding. It was for a friend. I kept saying, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it because mm-hmm. I just do not enjoy uh, It's Now, I've seen, I've had friends who shot weddings, great work. But they worked as a team with other people, and yeah. it's kind of like when it makes I, a difference. When I asked my friends, my photography friends, "Hey, you guys, want to help me do a wedding?" You, you, you talk about crickets. They're like, "Oh no, I'm uh, you know, I got to sh- go get a colonoscopy." Right. I'm I'm going to shave my carpet for some reason. You know, some st- <laughs> nobody wants to help you because yeah, it's 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 not fun. It's not fun, and it, yeah, be, be prepared for some hours of work. It's almost not worth it. It in today's world, it, when I had somebody ask me, "What would you charge for?" and I said this, and I said, "Oh, well, well can you do it for a hundred bucks?" and I'm like, "What?" and I'm like, "Well, I found somebody on Craigslist. Okay, Take them. Go, go for it." So I, I find it around here, this area. No, no, I, I just. Run away with a plague. Well, then you got the other side of the spectrum. Um, <clears throat> you get some people who love doing weddings. Like, you and I won't touch them. But there are some, like, there get, a, get a model that. in front of me, and I'm good to go. Right. Especially if she's without clothes. I'm good to go because I'm able, I'm used to working with it. That's my forte. It's not because I'm a pervert. It's because I've worked with, uh, my nude work, I think, is my best work. Um, my sister got married three years ago, October of 2015. A 16-year-old boy shot her wedding. It was him, and he was working with a photographer in Visalia. This guy blew me away. I met him prior because my sister was like, well, you're a photographer, kind of. And I can just kind of gave her the look like, you know, screw you. And um, we met with – she goes, well, I want you to meet with, go with me to meet him and see what you think. This kid was professional. He, he's been working with weddings since he was 13, three years. Uh, he's worked with all digital, and he did fantastic work when he was there at the wedding – he was there, but he was him and his people because he was, but he was in charge, but he had people working under him like any other photographer would. They were there, but they were not noticeable. And that's, that's a gift. That's that skill because you need to be able to do that at events. You need to be able to get the shots without upsetting anybody by getting in their way or causing any commotion whatsoever. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember his name, but I mean, whoever, if you ever listen to this dude, you, you rocked it. I mean, you yeah. did much better than I could ever. Oh yeah, and I don't care how old you are. I mean, and that's another it, thing. If don't look, don't judge photographers by their by age. age. You know, don't no, do it. No, there's yeah, there's, and 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 it's stressful too because you 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 have a bride to deal with, uh, her mom, and then you also every church is different. Mm-hmm. Every the, domination. The preacher has their rules. No flash. Only shoot after I give you. You know, there's there's so many rules that i just like hey there are people that are skilled to do that i tell that's who you want yes i've done events i've but mainly for a time i shot products okay uh, you know you're not a bottle of wine you know i've had to shoot those technically and i'd like that you put me in a situation where there's uh i once had to shoot a group of like maybe 50 people mm-hmm and I took my friend Roger, and he was good at that. He's he's over there. Hey, you, over here. You need to look over here. While he's doing that, I set up the lights. Mm-hmm. And while while he was distracting them, getting them everybody in contact, boom, 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 boom. That's it. We right. took ten shots. There you go. Boom, gone. And as soon as he said you guys could go, he was like, whoosh, they scattered. Everybody scattered. But to, to do that, if if I didn't have him there, it it would because you got you got guys up there because it was for an event and they needed to do uh, they needed meet over something and all of them they had a bar at the place I was at all of them were 
ready to go to the bar. As it should be. And so you have that. You have that mentality. And so I'm like, here, boom, boom, boom. I, I used, I think I used a, I used to think I used the nifty 50 for that because I got enough everybody in this big group, got the things like, this is going to be the best thing, lit it up, boom, off they went. And, and, and then the rest of the time I'm taking the equipment down and off I go. But I, I do not like getting in those situations. I'm better one-on-one. Or working with, because I've had to work with so many products, I have to learn how to light them because it's either going to go on a website or on a brochure. Okay, I, I like the challenge of that. But dealing with 40 people? No. No. no I, I, there are people who are, are better at that. Hire them, please. You know, don't ask <laughs> me to do it. But to finish off, anything over a 200 millimeter? I have friends who have 300 millimeter 2.8s. I would love one, but do I have $6,000? And can I justify shooting one? No, no. not me. I, I don't do wildlife. And, and I could say, oh, yeah, yeah you know, I, oh, heck, if I'm going to get a 300 millimeter, let me get a 400 millimeter 2.2. And then half the year, it's, it's in my closet. You know, it's just put away. But what he did. He was clever, and that's one thing I'll give it to Canon shooters because Canon has more of a turnaround time of updating their lenses. What he does, he waits. Whenever when all the guys buy the new shiny, they sell. He buys the old shiny. He buys the old shiny, and he does some fantastic work. He sh- he used to shoot up at Save Mart Center all the concerts. He's because he can't use a flash three hundred two point eight works great because he's up somewhere and he's shooting far away you know if you could find one use if that's something you would like yeah but uh it's a big lens it's a big lens and you know and again now for model photography i've seen stuff done with it if you're on the beach beautiful compression but it's kind of like this how many times you're going to use it i'd I'd rent one first because you got to really love it because if you're going to buy one that's a hefty price, even used. You're probably looking best price, almost two grand. Well, I mean, if you're not going to use it that often, you might as well just rent you it. Might as to well use. rent it to use, right? Because literally, the box for those things are this big. They're just huge, and those things come with a warranty when you rent them. I'm sure you're right. And the Get shipping insurance. is taken care of. So, I mean, that's something else. Yeah. Everyone might... Okay, if you are a photographer who, like, let's say, lives in, a, in an apartment with people you don't really trust, might as well just rent most of your equipment instead of having right. it at the house for people to steal. Right, right. So, so top, there's bigger <clears throat> lenses like that, but that's very niche. Uh, I've never experimented with those. It's, it's one of those things... I'm not. Sh- I'm not shooting wildlife for National Geographic. You not know. yet. You know, it's intense. National Geographic. Tony yes. was interested. Yeah, it's the only thing is when I have a lens that big, I'm really going to need somebody slower than me when that lion's running after me in the Serengeti. So yeah, but if you have a lens that big, the line, you know, through the Serengeti, you could be shooting it from a county away. He ain't going to see you. But but you know what? I've always had this problem. You need to get closer. What if I get closer? Yeah. Just to get that shot. And then that's that's when you get in troubles like, oh. Although that does get bring you to uh, the one of the most adorable shots I think I've ever seen where the photographer is laying there in the snow. And he's just still. He's oh, looking like yes. a sniper. And I think it's a fox that's just like yes. peering right into the lens. Yes. And it's like, holy crap, that's adorable. Yes. You never you never know what, what, what will happen. I luckily... I've never, well, I can't say I did run into a bear once. I haven't run into the mountain lion here in California. Don't want to. I've only seen two or three bobcats, but bobcats I don't worry about. They'll leave you alone. They leave you because they're just more curious looking. If you get too close, they run. And not only that, I believe they're nocturnal. So, I mean, if anything, you might have woken them up briefly. They just want to go back to sleep sleep if you keep going your way. And But a mountain lion... Yeah, he's watching you. So I've I've been lucky there. Now from fifty on up, we went. Let's try fifty on down. I have owned some wide angle lenses. I think I've seen you work with one. I believe. Right. Yeah. The night we did the night shot out yes. in Yoko Valley. I that used was fun. Twenty four. A twenty four is a good. See, it goes down. 
a 30, let me go to a 35 millimeter, you'd want to get a fast one if you're doing, it's kind of like the street photography lens. The old school lens, a 35 millimeter. 35, you go. Now, I don't do street street photography, but that seems to be the focal length they like. I would suggest getting at least an F2, uh, you know, and I've seen great work. I admire street photography. I, I'm just not a uh, street photography guy. I, I admire it. I just, I'm not a big guy. And if I don't have a friend with me, I'm, I'm, I'm on the street of some big city. I'm not a big city person. I just worry like, well, okay, uh, I'm a target, you know. But So what you would do is you wear a T-shirt, you know, a photography T-shirt. A big one, not not one that's a little small writing, but something that says some, you know, some they have them all over now. Like I shoot people, I frame people, I'm a photographer, oh, yeah. you know, something like that. That way, they're like, you son. Oh, okay, I got you. Right. It also helps if you don't use your cell phone because those are what the creepers use. Yeah. So that fills that niche good. Uh, other than that, going down to twenty four, which was used that night. And I used that night. It gives you a nice wide view you can get creative with it and by the way when you do post this um the show you should definitely post one of the photos from that night, that night they were I phenomenal i should i should get that yeah those girls were champs it, it was yeah. a little chilly if i remember right and there was a bunch of people around just trying to make sure everything was good yeah because we had the two guys on the rocks making sure there's nobody coming in right we had the girl that was with one of the guys by the car then we had you we had me and two models and i want to say there was one other person but i don't remember who it was I think your sister was there. That was the girl. Yeah. It was my sister, her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. And then their friend. friend. And then, if you remember, we had to stop because we had to move our cars because of the, the, beekeepers. the beekeepers. That was crazy. <laughs> we thought we were going to get arrested. <laughs> so, But, hey, there's no no trespassing signs, so right, I think we were right, fine. Fine. So that works. A 20 is good. It's a little bit wider. Uh, I know that... The people like to do the night photography, this, you know, this, you know, the space astral and stuff. stuff. Ivan. Yeah, that works good. Some people go wider. I tend to only go down to tw- 20 would be, the, I, I think that, I think it had a 20 once. Was it 20 or 21? Something like that. You start going lower, you get more crazy distortion. Well, that's where you get into the macro, right? Uh, you get what they call like pseudo macro. There's some wide-angle lenses you could get this close mm-hmm. macros start anywhere from 50 55 60 all the way up to 200 that, that's a good thing no, i no, i don't use shoot, macro no micro oh my micro. micro uh so like any i was i was always thought that under 20 would be micro because by then you're you're pretty much that's like taking photos of no, dead ants and flowers and no, stuff. No, we use the 20 or anything wider, cityscapes. Oh, okay. So I, what would you recommend? Like if I wanted to take a photo of a bee, oh, what yeah. lens would you recommend for that? I, I would seriously, I would say either use a 100 or 105, where in the non-Nikon world, it's macro. Nikon is micro. They call it micro. Okay. That's where you can get in close sometimes even a 200 if if the animal's too you know spooks way too easy that's that's a little niche thing i've had macro lenses it's one of those cool you're not going to use it often but every once in a while Everyone, you'll see a you flower see, you'll be yeah, like i need yeah, to take a yeah, picture of this like, flower and and those work but there's certain wide angle lenses that you can literally get focused close so those work i used to use a 14 millimeter for shooting interiors for homes Mm -hmm. i was hired i had to go uh, they did one place did remodeling and i did some work for uh and not insurance uh, uh real estate agents for nicer homes they wanted to put up on the internet selling so they'd hire me and i have to literally if with a 14 millimeter, if I'm here, I got this much space. I've got almost so much that if my hands go to the controls, my fingers get in the shot. <laughs> I could almost see my toes. Nice. So those are cool, but 
The newer ones are better, but here's the problem. You got crazy distortion. See, some of the shots I've always wanted to get, you know, me being a model photographer and whatnot, are um, where they're really close up and you get the beads of water on the skin and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and, you know, just going over the, the swell of the breast. And those are shots that someday I would really like to get down good. Um, besides figuring out the right, you know, amount of oil and water to use on the skin to get right. that drop. So, I mean, working with the 1585, which I will be in the next year or two, um, I, I'm going to have to learn how to do all that, you know, with either your help or, you know, the a model, you know, that I live with or whoever, you know, right. just figuring out how I get all this done. And it doesn't matter what equipment you use. Overall, it's all about trial and error. Right. You're not going to learn anything unless you use it. Like right. you're saying, if you're not going to use it very often, there's no point in there's buying no it. Po- there, there is no point. If if it's if you're going to buy equipment that's going to stay in your closet, I mean, you're better off renting it because mm-hmm. if you're married, your wife's going to tell you, uh, "Why is that in the closet? And why'd you spend so much money for it?" You know, save yourself the fight, the fight, or you may even fight in your own mind. Dang it! I paid ten grand for all this equipment, and I don't use it. So then rent. But if you're going to get something, I'm not saying get something cheap, but get something at first to experiment with or rent and mm-hmm. see if that's what you want. And that is what you want. Go with whatever you feel is best for your, your budget. Don't go over budget. No. Don't don't spend $3,000 you don't have. Don't have because at the end of the day, you know, then you'll drive yourself crazy. Like, how am I going to pay this? I'm going to do weddings. I'm going to sell a kidney. You know, or some crazy idea that you don't want to do that's not in your niche. And so, then you won't want to shoot at all because you'll be shoot. doing something that you don't want don't to do. like. And th- that's the that's very important because once you start doing things you don't like, it, it's... It's going to show in your work. Exactly. You know, pictures do not lie. So the last lens I want to end with... I've only played with them. I never cared for them, but I've seen good stuff. Is a fisheye? I've heard of them. I know. Um, to me, I've seen them most on like phones, like iPhones and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Like if you're a skateboarder and you're you're doing skateboard, do you want to get them flying in here in that crazy distortion? That's cool. But honestly, that's not my my t- cup of tea. But but I have a friend who wanted one just in case. And I'd tell him, uh, when's the last time you used one? Oh, I used one back in the 70s. I loved it. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, you went through the 80s, 90s, and now we're in the next century, and you still haven't used You should have gone on eBay, bought the one that you used in the 70s, and right. put it on your shelf where the expensive one is going to sit. Right. Because, honestly, it's one of those I just, me personally... But again, there's other people that probably do the coolest shots. I never found a use for one. And and it's one of those that my money better spent would be for an, another another lens. So so we're about ready to wrap this up. We're going almost on an hour, but these guys these things go quick, they man. Go quick. This, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. But probably let's let's think about right now. If you pick one of these lenses I talked about, which one would you pick? For right, me? For you, right off the bat. I would probably go with the 85, mm-hmm. just for the simple fact that it can be used outside of studio. Also, where the 50 might be better off in studio. It makes it sound like the way you were talking about it, that the 85 would be something to take with you also, where I would probably leave the 50 at home for in-studio use only. Um, so I might actually check into the 85s now and see if how I feel about that. Of course, mm-hmm. I will rent or borrow from somebody I might know. Um, I think B might have one. You probably do, too. Um, but, but you use a Nikon, which Nikon. is crap, Yeah, which means it's like 85 crap. It's um, <laughs> 85 that craps out this beautiful image. That's that's just, just, it, that's, oh. You know what that is? It's dumb luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll probably go with the 85. Yeah. If I were to pick one, there's a lens I I, I want to get from, before Nikon stops making it. It's the 135 f2 DC. Oh yeah, there are those are those. Yeah, I want to check one of those out. Our uh, friend of mine, Rudy, has one, and it is sweet. Yeah, and it's a rare lens from Nikon. It's some kind of defocus patent they have on it. I've never got to use one. I've Ooh. seen images. It's the right length. But I'd rent first because 
if you buy one new, they're like 1300 Why the hell would you want to defocus something? It actually, it controls the... Uh, the, the blur? The blur. Oh, the, okay. You, you could either control the blur going behind... Okay. So it's kind of this weird technology that well, Nikon you, made. You say deep focus. I'm, oh, I'm, I, you it's know what I'm thinking? Deep focus. Yeah, deep focus. You know, that makes me think of the old uh, mall, like, you know, senior pictures where they're all no. kind of fuzzy with the stars in the corner. No, it's it's this, what they call deep focus technology. And, uh, and I'm afraid some of these lenses may start, you know, and the thing is, once they become rare, they put them on eBay. Now they're, they're more money than they were new. So that's that's on my to-do list. So let's wrap it up there for today. Right. So where can we find you, Dave? DPCS559 on Instagram or DPCS Photo on uh, Facebook. Okay. And me, uh, you can find me, of course, on my website at avilastudios.com, or I'll, I'll get my Instagram right this time. Tony Avila sixty four. I, I I don't know. I was not awake last week. Oh, he he loves Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. He's a I, huge I fan. Do. I I I I hate to admit that's become my crack is Instagram. Yes. So let's leave it out there for today. So remember to let some uh, creative light in to create. Now I can't even remember my own slogan. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll get it right by. Uh, by uh, episode three, I promise. Uh, so, well, I'll just say, just keep shooting. Yeah. So until then, see ya. Later. Aperture Priority is an Avila Studios production. For more information on what Avila Studios has to offer, please visit us on the World Wide Web at avilastudios.com. 